Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Get out and get active with ICOM's new IC705 and its optional multifunction backpack. And BioNO Power, offering the best performance lithium iron phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E N N O P O W E R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide. And now from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello, hello, friends. It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Let me see if I can hear a little two meters. Yeah, listening to the locals here a little bit on the radio. I should uh, bring this down, though. It is uh, July. Now, we're at the end of July. It's hot as a mother, mother. It's like that. But I'll keep two meters on in, uh, just in the background. Got to have my radio on. I'm recording on a Saturday morning. Excited to be in the house because it is really hot. And there's two weeks out of each month, July and August. And maybe I'll just say, you know, like, there's like eight days between the two months where it's like, mm, mm, I don't think so. You know, that kind of thing. And we're just there. We're just there. Last that we talked, y'all need to be quiet. Y'all need to be quiet now. It's time to turn you off. Last time we talked, we were dealing with some storm damage that really could break the spirits. And I listened to it just as I assembled. And I was like, wow, man. You can really get sad. That's enough. You guys are too loud. We're going to we're gonna just... They are up and I haven't even had too much coffee yet. Let's have a drink of coffee together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I listened back to that, and I thought, man, you really sound deflated, and it can really break your heart. It can really break your heart. You know, and I think it happens when you're in the the newer side of things, and I think back to myself as a younger ham, especially on HF, because... You don't really know a lot and things are happening and you need stuff. You've got to have tools and supplies and then the storm comes. I mean, if you listen back to this show, I went away one time to see Pearl Jam in Kentucky. We had a storm up here while we were gone, came back and antennas were snapped and just and I had made mistakes I made mistakes. I used to tie my antennas off like guitar strings. I, I had them just perfect. I mean, they were like perfect. Not knowing or thinking in advance that, you know what, trees will sway and break these lines. And it did it, and it did it, and I had to learn some lessons the hard way. 
Fast forward, you know, five years or whatever it is now. And I work a lot smarter out there and I don't get crestfallen, heartbroken when something happens. And I'm listening back to that episode and I'm like, oh, you got that? Because, uh, and I don't know what it is. I think that, you know, there's some redundancy out there in terms of antennas. So it's not like I'm completely without. If I needed to get something up in the air, I know how to do it. It's just there's a lot of work that goes into the repairs. And at some level, I really like it. But you were doing an actual field recording with me as I would, as I was finding out the issues. The huge storm came through. I hadn't even heard thunder like that before. You know, just, and the wind... And so to recap what really happened, uh, you know, just to go back, of course, 160 is the first one to give it up. The first one, just like because there's so much wire. And, you know, the same is true. An oak tree dropped down a limb, split it. It was repairable. The one thing I can say is that going out the next day after that show where you hear me sort of deflated. The next day, I had everything I needed. I was able to go out there and I worked in a sequence to repair. But I probably had to deal with five antennas that next day. And about five hours worth of work. But I felt, you know, I kind of enjoyed it. It wasn't so hot that I couldn't, you know, just hate being out there or had to put anything off for too long. One antenna, the 20-meter double bazooka that you remember hearing me, uh, you know, be sad about. Because I actually put money out for that one. I wanted to try a new company uh, from Florida. I thought, you know, let me help the economy a little bit. And I can't build a double bazooka on my own. I could, but I don't know how to. And I don't have a whole lot of time. So I had to put out the money for this antenna. You know, to the company that I never heard of. And, you know, it just snapped it away. That was a clean break at the centerpiece. And it really wasn't. You can't go back into that sealed up uh, PVC centerpiece of, uh, you know, and I was like, yeah, it just sucks, man. It sucked. Took it down and put up a, a basic 20 meter dipole. Not a big deal. Just I lost some money. I just lost some money. I don't like to lose money. You don't either. Hell, you don't even like to spend it. But when you do, you buy something big. An RV, a big gold radio, you know what I'm saying. I, I didn't have it up there long enough to even enjoy it. And then it was taken away and it's like, eh, life. Everything else, though, from the 160 antenna to the 80 on the same tree, it seems like when they get it, they get it together. Um... You know, modest. Fix the uh, fix the wire, and uh, it'll be cool. Tested it. Both are testing fine. Uh, Forty meters came out okay, fine. The hex beam, uh, the hex beam had an overhead uh, branch. wasn't quite a limb, but a branch big enough sitting on top of uh, twenty meters. Well, how am I going to get that off? Lowering it down would have pulled the wire you know i could have lowered i've got it on a tilt if i'd have brought it down it would have caught and snagged and probably snapped several of um 
the antennas on the hex beam, or the wires, elements, sitting right on 20. So I took and cut that piece away from that tree. It came down, you know, and when it did, it, it uh, damaged. And the damage happened before it happened. I'm going to call it an arm. You know how the uh, hex beam looks like an upside-down umbrella that holds, you know. Well, one of those pieces that hold and the wire runs through it. I don't know what it's called. Uh, sort of broke away and uh, turned. Once I was able to get the limb off of it or the branch. Branch. Limbs are big. Branches are smaller. Big difference. Once I got this almost limb but a big branch. I lowered it down and um, repaired. I took out, uh, got some of that stuff you mix together. It's kind of like a, it's like a, not like a glue. It's like this paste. You use it for your mask. I'm, I'm spacing on what it's called right now. Just used it again yesterday on, on something. It, it works great. I'll give you the name of it. They're not a sponsor, but I can't see. I forgot it. Forget it. But it's like this, uh, cement type thing that you use to put the um, quick clamps on masts, that kind of thing, so to hold it on there properly to your fiberglass. I put it on there, patched it up, and uh, was very happy that the twenty, the hex beam itself, actually, you have to dig back further now to go through all the trials of the hex beam. Hex beams can be complicated to bring up and down by yourself. I had this issue being a newer ham back then, I ended up putting a wench on this thing yeah, uh, last year. It's up at 25 feet, and it worked really well, bringing it up and down. And I was kind of like, oh, no, oh, no, because I didn't trust my work, I guess. And it's a giant pain in the dupa to lower and bring it back up. There's a feeling of this could not work. This might be bad. It's not an even weed eater. Right? You know, all this crap we think about. I was thinking about all that. But the work had to be done, and it was done on the same day that I fixed the others. Five hours later, we got ourselves back up in pretty good shape. You know, a storm came the following uh, later that week and gave me tree damage on an enormous oak tree where when the limbs come down, you got to clean it up and fix it, even take another one down, that kind of deal. So this past week was not the antenna work. The first week after the last show was all about antenna work. Um, and then uh, this week here was dealing with some damage. It's strange to get such storms in July like this. We usually get heavier storms earlier in the year. Anyway, we're back in business. We're back on the air. And uh, we're happy to be there as well. Come back. and we're going to talk about this virtual ham expo and our role in it next on 100 Watts in a Wire. I gotta cut the levels of distortion. I gotta modulate the volume. QRO to the people. This is 100 watts and a wire. The ICOM 705 is your perfect QRP companion as you have base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers. But it's in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at 1 kilo or just over two pounds. With RF direct sampling for most of the HF band and IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz. It's got that large 4.3 inch color touch screen with live band scope and waterfall. And the perfect accessory 
For the IC705 is the optional backpack. It's the LC192. It has a special compartment for the IC705 and room for accessories for soda activations or just a day in the park. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. When in doubt, hang them high. This is 100 watts and a wire. Now, depending on when you're hearing this, it's the time right now to register for the QSO Today's groundbreaking virtual ham expo now i saw a demo of this thing and i was like what it is uh it's different man it's going to be an expo what are you going to do you what are you going to do we can't get together anymore right we can't do this right now we've got a uh rampant raging pandemic we lead the world in cases it's ridiculous don't even get me started. But, you know, if you want to hear more about this, visit our sister podcast at Hour 73, where we're preparing to be a little more self-reliant. Everyday people doing things to be more self-reliant. We'd love to have you there. And we talk about these things from the pandemic to flooding to water to the first 72 and how to prepare for that, but to get beyond that. But let me talk about this expo a little bit. The QSO Today's Virtual Ham Expo is going to take the place of really being there. You're going to be in a virtual setting. And I did think to myself, how is this going to work? Like, how is this going to work? You know, they're going to have exhibits there. We're going to be able to hear people give presentations. There's four different speaker tracks on a variety of topics. And plenty of great content for everyone. They're going to present through video. And have engaging presentations. Now, as of this recording, my knowledge is that 11,000 people have registered for this. And you can do that too. Go to QSOTodayHamExpo.com and attendance is free. And it's interesting. You see little people walking around. You can go through and visit. It's like being at a big virtual. It is a big virtual ham expo. There's going to be 30 or more booths for you to visit. And 100 watts in a wire is one of them. Many, many others. ICOM is the platinum sponsor Um, ICOM also sponsors this show. Several other um, large vendors are going to be there. And uh, it's an attempt to integrate radio with a virtual platform that we're all living under. Again, if you didn't catch it the first time around, QSO Today Ham Expo. And I I need to applaud uh, Eric, who's uh, put this together. Eric is 4Z1 United Golf. He's put this together. I think he's got a very large brain. He's got a podcast where he really is doing oral histories with significant, you know, contributions to society who are, you know, people are amateur radio operators. No, no, he has not called me to sit in the chair because my offering is this. What am I going to do? 
Yeah, I did this. Did this. That was cool, wasn't it? Huh? Just kidding. I've been listening to that podcast for a long time. You you hear people who are really doing big things in technology and in the world. And some of the speakers that are going to be there, Dr. Scott Wright, K0MD, I met him uh, in Turks and Caicos several years ago. He was down there with his contest team. I'm sure he will not be talking about this chance meeting with the sea child in Turks and Caicos. It was kind of cool how we connected, but uh, I'll save that for another time. You'd have to dig back into the archive of this show to hear more about that adventure. But Turks and Caicos, what a lovely place. And it's also like beautiful and it's also impoverished in areas. It's the haves and the have-nots. Oh, there's Jennifer Aniston or whoever put in any. Jennifer Lopez or I'm just on a Jennifer kick. Jennifer Hudson is here. And then right over there is just kind of a gutted out cinder block building and there's flooding through the roads. And where do you get the food, huh? You know. Anyway, Turks and Caicos is amazing if you can visit there. Anyway, uh, I met Scott Wright, who is doing significant work with the coronavirus. I think he's actually pulled back a step from his contesting and radio work when he has he has this amazing station to actually do uh, in his field of study, which is medicine as a doctor. Uh, to help uh, study what's going on with COVID-19 throughout the world. And uh, hopefully he'll talk about that. But he's going to be speaking there. Big, big gun, big gun. And many others. Again, it's August the 8th and the 9th. We're going to be doing something there too. Because I'm not a YouTuber and I don't have a, a bunch of videos for you to look at. They want to have the booth, you know, to put some things up in the virtual sense and i'm like i don't know can we put audio shows up there what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and uh this is good for the youtubers because the youtubers got uh hundreds of videos that they could just put up there and i think that'd be good if they're going to be around i don't know who's going to be there Eleven thousand people anyway on the podcast side i'm thinking we don't have any video and i'm talking to uh kilo india nine whiskey my friend ian i'm not gonna go new he's helping me put the booth together and it's a virtual booth. So he had a good idea and he said, how about like a Facebook live stream? We'll do that. We'll do that on Sunday at 6 p.m. Sunday at 6 p.m., friends. Can you mark that on your calendar? That's going to be August the 9th, 7 o'clock Central, uh, 6 o'clock Central time. Sunday, August 9th, 6 p.m. Central. And we'll put this on the Facebook group as well. We'll do like the first Facebook live session. And I'll try to find somebody to talk to, and uh, we'll present that at our booth at the expo. And you can also watch it uh, if you're part of the 100 Watts and a Wire Facebook group. All this would be free. If you're on Facebook and do social media, you're welcome to do a search for 100 Watts and a Wire there and find us. Uh, request to join, and we'll get you in there. Leave your call sign, answer those questions, and you're in. Then you can watch this live. I imagine you can type questions. We can take some questions. I'll try to find some guests that maybe someone will stop by and talk to me. <laughs> Could just be me having extreme technical video difficulties. As long as I sound good. That, that's the thing. You know, audio guys are like, you know, the video, you know, I may look like I'm, 
I'm I'm transmitting from a penitentiary. By August 9th, anything's possible. As long as I can get a signal out, look for us August 9th, 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we'll chat. We'll gather there at the Expo booth and on Facebook. And, you know, we'll lead right into the Sunday evening HF net, which happens at 7 o'clock Central Time. Uh, we've been doing a split net, 20 meters and on 40 meters. So, yeah, that's cool. So, congratulations to Eric and all the people who are interested in this. I'm telling you, it's different. I've never attended anything like this sort of expo in a digital realm. But there's going to be people there from, like, you know, 24-7 because it's a worldwide thing. And I'm always interested in hearing the speeches and the presenters. They're going to have a bunch of people talking there. And you might be able to learn something. And while we're kind of stuck at home, although we're not stuck at home, friends, I think we're going to be stuck at home again before too long. This recording is happening at the end of July 2020. You know, July 25th is when I'm laying this out here. And I feel like, you know, we're going we're gonna to be staying at home again, a stay-at-home order. I don't know about a lockdown travel, international travel is already pretty complicated. And that might be cut as well. If you're following anything and you believe in science and what's happening, you may not believe this thing at all. That's kind of on you and that's, that's unfortunate. But this thing is, a, is just like a wildfire in our country right now. And uh, the cases are significant. I look at the hospital beds and what our frontline workers are doing, EMS, the nurses, the doctors, and what they've been doing for months and months without a break. Watch the hospital beds in your area and in your state. Believe what's happening there because once that's stressed out, they won't have room for you. Pay attention. Put the mask on. Even the president, who was not saying anything about the mask for a long time, he said, put the mask on. Now, when he said, put the mask on, you know. I will come back and, uh, and wrap this thing up uh, here in just a bit. Made in America, shared worldwide. This is 100 watts and a wire. Did you know that Nuts and Volts has the highest readership of magazines specifically written for the electronics community? For over 40 years, Nuts and Volts magazine has been bringing microcontroller and electronics projects to hobbyists, engineers, technicians, and experimenters around the world. Every issue is full of the latest technology, electronics theory, analog circuit design, robotics, home automation, communications, and more. Join the Nuts and Volts community and become a member today. You get two years of the printed magazine and the online digital edition for only $49.95. You also receive full access to all web content with downloadable PDF files, plus the e-newsletter filled with popular projects from past issues. Go right now to nutsvolts.com to subscribe. That's two years of Nuts and Volts magazine printed on paper and delivered to your door for only $49.95. Go to nutsvolts.com today to subscribe. Nuts and Volts magazine, there's more to build with nuts and bolts. Kilo Zero, Stairway to Heaven, returning. Okay, friends, we talked about the expo. I hope to see you there. Apparently, we can get together. We can talk throughout the, the thingy there. There's a chat. It's virtual, man. 
I'll be there. You'll be there. We'll figure out a way to communicate. And if not, run over to your radio and turn it on and I'll talk to you. We had the 13 colonies, man. Seems like a while back because we went from the 100 watts in a wire tune-up. Then we go into field day. Then you've got the 13 colonies. And I haven't been set up now in about a week because of the heat. You know, it's just too much. Actually, I got... I kind of got sick uh, earlier this week, and I think I was just kind of run down. But, you know, I had a little cough, and next thing you know, you're thinking, like, do I have this? Do I have the COVID? Never had a fever. Had a uh, little bit of a slight cough. Still do, in fact. It's been a few days, but I'm hoping that it is just a, a normal, maybe uh, allergy, summertime cold. 13 Colonies went well for me. You know, I get into the thing where I want to play the game and I'm into the chase, man. It is like the chase and I'm bang, 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 bang. For the first time ever, 2020, one good thing about this uh, year is I was able to work the uh, the Great Britain station. I've never been able to do that before, but only from in the shack. I went on a tear, I got to say, and, you know, the first night got a bunch and then the next day I came and wrapped it up in the shack and I was like, dude, this is good. This is like a seven day thing. Why don't you challenge yourself? And I did challenge myself to go out and work all the stations portable with 100 watts, 25 feet. And I worked on 20 and 40. And I'm happy to report all but the GB station did not get Great Britain outside and a lot of talk about the pileups, a lot of talk about the operators here stateside and the calling stations and how people act during these things. I'm not going to preach to people. I am not going to preach. You know, I'm a very to each their own. I hit this age where things don't bother me as much. It's rude. Yes, it's... um. It is amateur radio, and there are some very amateur-ish operators out there who are, and even the ones who are trying to help. That's the thing, you know. You're trying to help, and you're trying to say, you know, either either they're working a split operation or mostly during a 13 colonies. They're going by the numbers. He's calling for fours, a-hole. Mm. It's helpful in one way, but not helpful in a bigger way. And then you had some operators that were really struggling to hold down the pileups. And a lot of people, they're volunteering and they're not, they're not, I don't know, used to being on that side of the pileup. And, you know, you can understand that. It's, it's easy to jump into a pileup, you know, just like it's easy to like, hate and be mean it's it takes strength to be gentle and kind uh but you're on the pile up you got to understand you know it's it's best to listen listening is one of the first things that you are taught in this hobby is to just listen don't jump right in oh okay you stumbled across or you know you can tell in your scope there that there are many people call many calling okay Listen for a minute. They're not going to all disappear. And if they do, so what? You got seven days of an event or whatever it is that you're doing. Take a minute to listen. Listen to the, it will help you in the end because you can listen to the pattern. 
You can listen to the pattern of the caller. This goes for field day as well. And I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the lessons learned in field day, but now I'm on a bit of a rant. Listen. Everybody listen. Who's listening in this community, take a minute to listen. You'll find the the pattern of the person uh, receiving the calls, maybe when to call. Sometimes it's good to call early. Sometimes it's good to call late. Sometimes it's good to catch them right as they go on or, or when they're tired and about to wrap it up. Be patient. It is amateur radio. But there really is no reason for you to be a dick. I mean, right? There's really no reason for that. I wanted to share some lessons of field day. I know it's uh, it's been a few weeks now since field day, but I, I always like to know what you've learned. And so I asked the group, again, if you're not on Facebook, don't do social media, I understand. If you do, do a search for 100 Watts in a Wire and... Uh, You'll find some friendly people there. And I want to learn some lessons. Let's just take a minute to see what we've learned. Sean says, don't get violently ill two hours in and miss the whole thing. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Patrick says, learn your software before the day of. There's a story there, I'm sure. Uh, Steven says, antenna up before gin and tonic. These are all funny, right? These are these, these, these the things like, you know, yeah, don't get drunk trying to put that antenna up. I see what they're doing here. Christopher, make sure you pay attention when your wife schedules something for the family so you don't miss field day. Family first, Christopher. BJ says, no matter how well you coil them, wire radios will tangle badly, insanely in ways that defy the laws of physics and geometry, wires will suddenly develop three separate ends or lose an end entirely, even become a Mobius wire. It is inevitable. Wow. Chris, make sure you're not uh, tying off the guy lines in the direction the wind is blowing before the opposite direction, especially if the pole is aluminum. Also, make sure you have tape and wire connectors. Jim, don't use logging software that you aren't familiar with. Oh, man. Now, I heard a couple of stations talking about, oh, they were getting, you know, jammed up because they were struggling with um, the, the nuance of new software. John, if you're actually in the field, you can use a power-generated in the category limit. I don't understand this one. If you use the same format as this year with 1D designation, I suggest home stations be limited to 100 watts. I'm in favor of low power field day. That's how the 100 watts and wire tune-up and fallout came to be anyway. I like it. It's an emergency situation. Yeah, if you got it, bring it. Cool, and that's fine. That's part of this deal, and it's been that way for a long time. But I, I definitely like... Uh, a level playing field would be awesome. So look for us uh, two weeks before field day for the 100 watts and wire tune-up and again in uh, October when we get outside and run 100 watts. Level playing field there. The chasers have more power, I, I suppose, but the operating stations do not. Uh, moving down the line a little bit before we wrap this up completely, Frank says, uh, do a dry run beforehand. Some technical issues, but we work through them. Carl. He says, if you're an extra or working under the extra control operator, don't forget there are lots of stations down in the extra portion of the band, too. 
Don't just start at the bottom of the general and work up thinking. Uh, that's where everyone will be. Alexander, working the night shift, brew all the coffee. Dan, testing the software before. And here's another one. Testing the software beforehand is a great idea. Uh, Joshua, when using FTA, go through all the settings in WSJT slash X, field day mode, and automatic logging are very helpful. Okay. And John, I bring a fan and a comfortable chair. All good stuff. I like to recap that. That is at the 100 Watts and Wire page. There are uh, dozens and dozens of comments there just on this thread alone, uh, giving you a little bit of insight. If you had to work field day alone, uh, you know some things you might want to think about for the next time you set up Portable. I also enjoy watching the YouTube videos that come out. Usually the ones from the clubs and the smaller uh, the smaller channels who just put something together to show you what their club did. I love those. And I try to comment on those as much as I can. I appreciate the effort it takes to do video. Uh, the video guys that are doing stuff and the live streaming, just amazing stuff. I don't know how they have the time to uh, to do it. Maybe they make a lot of money doing it. I don't know what they do or what they have. But but the little guys on field day putting out their stuff and, you know, there's some great stuff with drone footage and all sorts of stuff. And then you hear people just hanging out and having a good time and doing what they do each year. Friends, I'll wrap it up there. Take care of yourselves and each other. And by all means, if you can, we'll see you next time and we'll see you at the expo. But above all, stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.